And now, from the Cave of Wonders, live in the presence of gods, welcome to the Rain Man Show. How dare you? Peanut butter and jealous. <laughs> Let's go get up. Let's go get up. Light them up. Fuckers hate us because they No, 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 no. Hello, welcome. Welcome back to the Rain Man Show. You can find all of our shows past and present on iTunes and Spotify. Be sure to leave us reviews and rate. We do need those. I'm surprised we've been doing this show for so long and we have very, very small amount of reviews. And that doesn't really make sense to me because I know we have a lot of listeners. I look at those ratings each and every week. So please don't be lazy. Don't be lazy. Don't be <laughs> what, what does that even mean? Is that English? It's not. No. You is, might have had a stroke. Is that the snorks language? The snorks. It sounds like I was underwater. Jesus. Hey, so don't be lazy. Be sure to go to iTunes, Spotify, rate, and review. Thomas, we had a, an odd review for the Supernatural The Crossroads show that I've been trying to figure out what it actually meant. Okay. From a listener. Yeah, I'm not going to pull it up because I don't have it in front of me. I don't really read reviews all the time. I just see if we have them because I don't really like to get all that junk in my head if someone says we suck because there's really nothing we can do. Like, if, yeah. you, if you hate me, that doesn't do me any good. Oh, Michael sucks a big dick. I hate this <laughs> show because of him. Well, <laughs> all right, then. there's nothing I can do about that. Sorry. So why allow that to get in my head when it does me no good? But I do like reviews, good or bad, because at least we can see them and it does help us get to the next level. So I was going through our reviews across the board during our three-month break, and uh, Supernatural is doing pretty well. That's good. But there was a review that essentially said that they listened to the show for Thomas Cowley, and then they followed that up with, not sure this show is for everyone, it's definitely a white person show. Oh, I have no idea what that even means. Well, what does that mean? A white person show. I thought the bitch was Do you have any idea how to interpret Um, that? A white person podcast. A white person podcast. Um, You know, I'm really not certain how to take that. At first, I mean, Thomas, I want to, I want to kind of flip this a bit. Imagine we were a group of black gentlemen. Okay. Would someone write, this is definitely a black person podcast? <laughs> I mean, they might. Yes, but it would be probably offensive. Oh, yeah. And would be. I will be honest, I was a bit offended by that. I mean, first off, I'm Mexican, and I'm definitely a big part of the Supernatural, the Crossroads podcast. Yeah. So that's inaccurate, number one. Or is it that you're that white? Number two, that would be uh, yes, and I'm offended by that, too, because that's something that I've never liked in high school, the Mexican folks would say, I'm not Mexican enough. And I would ask them, what does that mean? Should I sag my jeans and say, Odele? Will that be Mexican enough for you, you fucking racist motherfucker? You needed a sombrero. Do you want me Bandelier. to do the Mexican hat dance for you? It's a great song. You are a white male. <laughs> so that, I don't know. That's but, interesting. I'd love to hear a follow-up, like a, a more in-depth, what do you mean by... I have a general right. idea. It's because of our humor, but our humor transcends race. First off, what they're do you trying mean by our humor. There are other people who've said similar things, but they were more nuanced. Okay. 
they say it's definitely a man show. It's definitely that. But the yeah. thing is, is that it's not really a man show because 80% of the listeners are women. Well, as you say, there's a lot of women listeners who would disagree or at least agree with the humor. I don't, I don't think humor is a gendered thing. It, it's not, but. I understand that the things we talk about, maybe if you well, look maybe at Ryan, I, I feel like a lot of people, if they listen to the things we say on all of our shows, they can pretty much put their finger on our overall ideological outlook in life. And I think taking over the last eight or nine years of doing these shows, they can say, okay, so these guys believe in X, Y, Z, and they definitely don't believe in ABC. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's probably what they're referring to that we definitely have a specific vibe and a specific perspective to a lot of things. But again, I don't get offended by a lot of things. And I will say I was slightly offended by that because I produced the show. So are you more mad that it was lumping you in with us white people mm. or more mad that they said that they were there for me? No, I, I listen, I, I, <laughs> that part didn't bother me because I'm surprised by that. No, but. come on. I, I shared. The, no, 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 not you, that anybody oh, was oh. there for one particular. Well, you are the show. You are the, the lead host. So it, it would be weird if they didn't listen for you. you I know? just assume everyone's there for Ryan. <laughs> I feel like the show works with the three of us yes. on that show. And just like Rain Man's show works with the three of us. That's why yes. when Andrew left and other people left the show, the show continued because for the most part, the show is me, this show, Rain Man show, is yeah. me, you, and Tony. And honestly, I don't want to do the show without you two. It wouldn't be Rain Man without the two of you at all. So, I mean, sure, one or two shows here and there because we have to is one thing. But if Tony quit, the show is done. If you quit, the show is done. Or if I had a heart attack. And that's why the death threats is yeah. amongst ourselves are just like, what happens? We may never see each other again every night. Well, is if you have a heart attack, Tony, just be sure to have it on the show. So we can have that viral moment yeah. that we've been talking about for. Or I suffer like immediate Alzheimer's. I need TikTok material. I need to put something on TikTok so we can go viral. So in your death, I want to succeed in my Let life. Let it have some meaning. Dementia. For us. How about dementia? Don't we be selfish. keep you on the show with dementia. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, for sure. Tony's not going. I'm, I'm not certain you don't have it already from the way you say things. I'm you for... could be right. You could be right. <laughs> could be. <laughs> He wouldn't remember. Let's be a little more generous. He is right. Definitively <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, must I, you know, remind people? <laughs> Gal Gadot is, 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 is Israel. <laughs> hey, by the way, you know, like, uh, I'm going to actually try to find that out for sure. I, I know. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm uh, my, my. Oh, my God. I almost also, died. I know. You're okay. Oh, my God. I think Thomas will be the first one that dies here. <laughs> you played that rise and took a drink and I forgot about that joke. <laughs> You see, that's just a little bit. Oh, that's, how, my lungs. that's how dementia starts. <laughs> <laughs> is how it goes. Yeah. Choking to death on wine in the middle of the night. <laughs> I thought I'd at least be in a bar. You know, there isn't a with- single moment that I can watch Wonder Woman or any other show with Gal Gadot in it without hearing this. <laughs> Gal Gadot is, 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 is Israel. <laughs> That's so fucked up, and it's still one of my favorite. <laughs> you know what that is? <laughs> Grand Ball Seizure. That's what that is. It's like, like all sorts of different, like, what case study is this? Dementia, Alzheimer's. Is it like what Bruce Willis got or something? <laughs> oh, my God, I'm going to die. Oh uh, no, but but you know, like I'm glad that you brought that up because oh yeah, yeah, because <laughs> you need evidence for your doctor. I'm actually gonna try to find out for myself. Although I I think I'm gonna be as close as possible to Gal Gadot. You know, like uh, is because, she in California? I think she's in Israel. <laughs> she it, has to be. Is, is, that, what, is co- that what they all are? In Tony's world, <laughs> if you are a certain ethnicity. Even, even if you reside in, say, California, but you're Jewish, you still live in Jerusalem or Israel, I should say. And if you're Mexican, you still live in Mexico. Mexico City. And, and Tony's, right? and Tony's or, world. Or Gu- Guadalajara? Yeah, why not? Yeah. 
<laughs> oh my god, that physically hurts so bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm, uh, I'm okay. Tom, I'm Thomas okay, is dying here. I was like, fuck. We had, was... Is there a video? Because oh like, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Thomas it's, was like it's glorious. I bet because I literally took that shit <laughs> right as he played it. No, I'm glad that you spit up all over my freaking laptop. No, and, I'm glad oh, that you God. brought that up because I'm finally, you know, like while we were offline, I uh, was uh, in the process of trying to get my dad's, one of my dad's wishes uh, to come true is he always wanted to go to Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. So we're actually going to go to Jerusalem oh, next God. month. Please. <clears throat> You know, and I, I've decided after oh, uh, thinking about it, you know, I was like thinking, wow, this is great for my dad. This is mostly for my dad. Yeah. But then I was thinking, well, what's in it for me? You know, why, why, why can't I, what should I? <laughs> it's not enough that I'm traveling halfway across the globe to have this once-in-a-lifetime experience with my father you know, and bring one of his dreams to coming true. But really, what's in it what for am me? I getting out of this? Yeah, I'm like going, so I, I, because, you know, like it's really hard now with like COVID and all the travel restrictions. I wanted to make this, you know, worthwhile. So I wanted to at least proclaim on air okay. right now. Oh, Christ. Well, close. That uh, I've decided to embrace Jewism. Jewism. <laughs> I mean, Judaism. <laughs> oh, like Judaism. Judaism. No, he's just going to follow Judas. Yeah. <laughs> I, that I believe. Oh, my God. I am going to go out there and learn a little bit more of the culture to the point where, you know, like, I mm. hope to at least pray with the Orthodox Jews. Wait, wait, hold on. You are really going to... I am going to go to the Wailing Wall. You're going wall. to Israel. You're, I'm going to Israel. You're really going to go. I'm going. I'm going to go to the. I'm going to go to the Wailing Wall. I'm going to visit all of Jerusalem. You know, embrace I the saw culture. A midnight Mass. That's not going to end well for you. I. You know, I am going to like embrace it, and then when I come back, I hope to become an Orthodox. Really? Okay. I was so saying, you're are gonna you just go, doing this for the hat. You're going to go from Nazi to Jew, <laughs> Michael. I have been practicing my Yiddish. I, I like to share some of my Yiddish with you. I didn't realize that these are actual Yiddish words. Go ahead. You Let's know, go like, hear them. Bagel. Bagel oh is a, is a Yiddish word. I something really ethnic. <laughs> hey, 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 don't laugh. Bagel. <laughs> that's like, that's like someone <laughs> asking me to speak Spanish, and I say burrito. It is <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> Thomas is killing me. That's the worst thing I've ever said. Bagel. Hey, wait, hold on, listen. You know, like, here's another uh, Yiddish word. Okay. Locks. These are all basic words. You, you, you gotta challenge yourself. No, no, there's, there's, there's more. There's more. I'm, you know, like mazel, like mazel, okay. mazel, mazel, okay, mazel tov. You okay there? I'm dying. I'm dying. I didn't realize, you know, like, hey, I could go to Israel and you know, like, go to Jerusalem and then like go, hey, bagel, hey, you're one of us, Haji. You're going to ask for where's the Einsteins or some shit. Yeah. You know, like, uh, you know, like not to be so shuspa uh, <sighs> or, you know, like, uh, you know, like, don't be such a, don't be such a schmuck. Uh, Here we actually have, we went to the future and we actually found Tony oh, trying to speak. The time machine's working again. Yeah. 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 Trying to speak Yiddish. Yeah. No, uh, <laughs> please. <laughs> <laughs> you know, did you know that, you oh. know, tush. Is a Yiddish word. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did you look up or, Yiddish you know, words, like, or did you just look up words that your grandmother says that you don't understand? The, the internet is the truth, Thomas. You Come on, dumb the ass fuck cunts. You know, like don't be a yutz. You know, oh, like, so you actually have a list of words you're you're, you're, you're hoping to use. Yes, I am. Uh, you know, glitch. Glitch is an actual Yiddish word. I didn't realize that. I did know? not know that one. Yeah. But I, I, you were, you, you were, you were thinking the same way when I found out about bagel. What if they don't allow you in because of your former Nazi jokes? Well, I, I shouldn't say former because I think as of three months ago you were still I, making. I, them. I think if I could show some genuineness, you know, I'll have to grow my hair out. Are you, you know, just doing this for the outfit and the hat? It looks really comfortable, okay. don't you think so? 
I mean, you know, especially in the hot Arizona sun, you have yeah, that, that really full body black hat. outfit is totally a good choice in the sun. You know, I and you know what? I maybe if I do well, I could probably get David to cover it with me. It's gonna be a family event, huh? Yeah. The Sabals are going to Israel. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like that's like an episode of It's Always Sunny. The gang goes to Israel. <laughs> like, that's what you're going to do right that, now. He, he's living. Your dad is well. You're Danny DeVito. Let's get real. David, I mean, it could. I mean, it could go the other way. I could. I could start going to the Muslim area. Same area. <laughs> There's like Jerusalem's <laughs> cut into like uh, three different parts. Yeah, no, I know it's, it's not that far of a distance. And it's it's gonna be a little tricky to make sure where I'm at, you know. But at the same time, you know, like as long as you know, like if they could, if I say bagel, I should be in the, you know. There's be, gonna be a guy yelling bagel in the middle of the street. It could happen. Well, I've heard worse from you, so <laughs> that's but, but yeah, I'll be at the Wailing Wall, <sighs> you know, like I'll be uh, visiting all the. All the great places in Jerusalem. So, you know, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> now, I got to avoid that. I don't think that's Yiddish. I got to avoid that. No, but if someone, you know, if you ask, hey, do you know English? And um, what happens if I bump into someone who recognizes my voice from the show? You got a whole new problem. If then. they ask, hey, are you racist, Tony? Just be like, <laughs> I think they'll definitely convince them. I'll go bagel. Yeah, that's not going to work. I didn't know bagel was an actual Yiddish word. Yeah. It, it is for sure. Yeah. Interesting. For a country like the United States that likes to claim dominance and that we're so no, we like nothing of our own. We are like, I know that terminology is no longer acceptable, a melting pot, but we are a nation made up of, we are, we are bastards. We're a grab bag. We're a mutt. Yeah. We're a mutt country. And yet we are so prejudiced. And Which I'm, is the I'm stupidest gen- part. I'm speaking as a we, but, you know, we're not. But The country g- is a Yes, gen- generalizing here. And we have such a horrible history. And, and, um, and yet we don't really have our own true culture. It's a melting pot. It, it really is a melting it pot. It makes no fucking sense for us to be the way we are. No, it doesn't. It's, it's so stupid. Knowing the fact that we are the way we are because we are a nation of immigrants. All of us have come here from someplace else. Except- you know, if you want to take it, if you even want to take it even further, the real people of America are the Native Americans. They're the ones who are, you know, they were here before all of us. You just went too far. I don't care. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to, I'm, I'm trying not to be a yutz. I'll look at practicing words. Yeah. He's working it into conversation. He's he might be ready. It's um, what is it? Duolingo? Is that is that an app you're using? Duol- is that what it is? Duolingo or something like that? Duolipa? <laughs> I thought you were say is he bilingual and you were just going no, dual? No, no. There's an. There's you an, said Duolipa and I was like, oh yeah, I, I like that. I think there's an app called. I think I I use it for a few Spanish words I don't know from time to time. Let me look to see if that's it. Yeah, oh God, du- I, Duolingo. I, I just got to practice, Thomas, not to be so chutzpah. Yeah. You should practice things like, where's the bathroom? Yeah, practice full sentences. Oh, one word isn't going to get you anywhere because think about one word. Let's say you only knew one word and that word was what? Bagel. And you went around saying what all the time. They would be like, who the fuck is this guy? Oh, this, guy's, this guy's hungry. Let's get him to a deli. Yeah, you need to know at least a sentence or a few sentences. Where is the bathroom? Where is the closest restaurant? Where are all the Nazi killers? Like things like that. <laughs> That's what you should definitely. What's that show? What was that show on Amazon? Uh, the the Hunters? Al- yeah, with Al Pacino. Yeah. yeah. I'll come back like that. If I can't be orthodox, I'll come back like that. I'll be a Nazi killer? Yeah. Well, the Nazis, most of them have been killed off, the real ones. So, so is that he, when he's going to travel to South America? And I could tell people, you know, like, in order to be a Nazi killer, I had to spend time as a Nazi. Oh, okay. Oh, undercover work. Ah, see? see okay. In order to understand your prey, you must become it. Phase three is the real ploy here. It's like Nazi version or Jewish version of Castor Troy. In order to catch him, you must become him. Yeah. That's that's the sequel to Face Off right there. <laughs> and then I'll be embraced in Israel. Gal Gadot will be there. You know, I say you're a really you're a really great Israel. She just she just goes there because <laughs> I really love I really am I mean, proud I think of you. She actually me. does have a home there, but like the point that you're just like, yeah, show me there. Yeah, I'll be like, oh, wow, you're a really hot Israel. <laughs> oh, God. 
Oh my Nearly god! Fucking died. <laughs> I really thought you were gonna kill dude. That was bad. It was bad. <laughs> I I honestly believe that Tony's trip is a big mistake. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's gonna get himself in trouble. Or I may start an international incident. Or that's, that's, that's the that's, trouble that he's talking. That would be getting in the trouble that he's alluded to. What are you thinking about trouble? That actually you, strengthens my argument because no. I said he, it's going to be a big mistake. And he says, or a national incident. He doesn't even know that a national incident is a, a big, big mistake. mistake. No, I, I, I was thinking that trouble as in like, oh, you know, Mr. Sabal, you, you got to put back that Torah or something like that. You know? <laughs> oh, don't go, Tony. I want you to come back, please. And I, I think if... You need to learn the phrase, no, wait, I'm an American citizen. You're the type of... I really would like to travel more now that I think about it. I want to travel to Israel, travel to China, to maybe Russia. I mean, I'll bring you along, Thomas, you know, to Russia, because at least, you know, like, they might... They might think that I'm... Yeah, I'm white. You could, like, talk, and I'll just move my lips. Yeah, trying to learn phrases like, you know, no, he's with me. Tony, you have to be careful because you're one of those Americans that suffers the same fate as the characters in Eli Ross Hostel. <laughs> like you don't know what's going on. Yeah, that's where that's where you're wrong, Mike. You that's have that, you wrong, have Mike. that American arrogance, and no. you're just going to end up with your arm cut off. No, 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 or no, your no, penis no, no, no. severed. No, no, no. You're wrong, Mike. I'll be the person severing the lemon. Limbs. The lemons. <laughs> I, I, well. <laughs> Definitely not. Definitely. I'll, I'll be the person severing the lemons. <laughs> I miss Tony. Oh my god, this is why I do this show. I like a scenario. I don't think I've, I've laughed as hard. The murderers, because he'd laugh at someone else's pain. They'd be like, you know what? This guy might be one of us. Let's see if he's down for some torture. And there you are. What? Nothing's more lemons. Nothing's you better torture. look. Yeah, I'm about to sever some lemons. Hey, hey, nothing's more dangerous than a guy <laughs> with dementia and a chainsaw. Is, 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 Does anybody Israel? have some iced tea? <laughs> You're going to make an Arnold Wait, is, oh. that, is that like a form of dile- dyslexia or something like that? No. Did you say did you say dyslexia dyslexia first? Dyslexia, d- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Tony is suffering from uh, a mild case or starting to of you know Alzheimer's <laughs> Parkinson's. What's that disease that Bruce Willis has? Uh. Or uh, that illness that, that they just said he had. Maybe uh, you have that. It's uh, a cognitive issue, right? As, as plexia. Is that uh, uh, alopecia? <laughs> oh, Jesus. No, that's Jada Pinkett. No. <laughs> okay, so speaking of Jada Pinkett, I, I need to get into this. I was trying to get into it in our last show, and we never really got there. But since you took us there, Tony, <laughs> this whole Will Smith, Chris Rock ordeal has oh, really yeah. taken over the internet. It has, dude. And... God bless the internet, or maybe not, uh, when you're looking at this from Chris Rock's perspective. In a matter of minutes, there were already memes. Yeah, like a lot. It, it, a so, deluge. I think Bobby, yes, it was Bobby first, then Steve. Bobby sent me a message saying, holy shit, Chris Rock just got slapped by Will Smith. I'm not sure if it's fake yet, if it's staged. Then a few minutes later, Steve, and this is all within a couple minutes of it happening. Then I go to the internet, I open up Facebook, and there were already the ins. It didn't even, it wasn't even 10 minutes. It wasn't even 10 minutes, and the memes were already there with Fresh Prince slapping Chris Rock. But it is surprising. I mean, if you're not entirely aware of what happened, it's quite simple. During the Oscars, Chris Rock was presenting an award and doing what comedians do made a couple jokes one of which referenced uh, Will Smith's wife, where he compared her to G.I. Jane because of her shaved head. Will Smith was laughing. I have the video here. I saw that, too. He was laughing at the joke. Then the camera pulled away. Now, if you look at the video, Jada wasn't happy at all about it. She rolled her eyes. Her look was annoying, annoyed the fuck out of me because people get roasted all the time, and they usually laugh or they grin. They just go with Because it. they understand the game. They understand what's happening. They understand the event. They understand what comedians do for these types of events. 
and the fact that she just rolled her eyes and made and and was obviously immediately annoyed i think that's the reason why will smith felt like he needed to get up because yeah. he was laughing his ass he off. was laughing because he's a funny guy which is the saddest part about the whole thing all right so i have i have the video here of exactly what happened as soon as this commercial goes away which is going to take 10 seconds so please hold for <laughs> Thomas is not well, our sponsors. Is recovered. I'm, I'm is trying re- to recover. Yes. <laughs> Good God. All right, here Fucking it is. It's so simple, and it was only it's like a couple. A B, se- it's like yeah. a C plus joke. Yeah, it's yeah, not, it's not it a great. That's not even like his best work. No, it's not a great joke. It was just him trying to. He he walked out on stage <laughs> and he needed something to say. It was that simple. It was that. It, Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? <laughs> okay, so Will Smith is laughing. Actually very hard. His wife next to him rolls Not her so eyes much. and looks very annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that, was a, that was a nice one. Okay. I'm out here. Uh-oh. Richard. <laughs> oh, wow. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Now, I will say that I have gained a whole new level of respect for Chris Rock. That guy is a fucking professional. The fact that he didn't say anything derogatory towards Will Smith. Yeah. Didn't walk off stage. Didn't, didn't even truly curse. And then continued with the show. He didn't, he didn't blink an eye. I do have a lot more respect for him, weirdly. I have so much respect that he reacted that way. And Will Smith, unfortunately, I look at him completely differently. I've never really been a huge fan of Will Smith, but I always considered he's this guy. I've always considered him this guy who's not necessarily threatening, but he's a good dude who kind of goes with the flow, peaceful. He's all about progress and change, and he's against black stereotypes is pretty much how he's geared his entire career as well as the way he how he governs his family Mm -hmm. but i feel like this moment completely undermines everything he has done i think because he's been an advocate of nonviolence. i mean he even made it a point he lost so many friends years years back if you remember in the late 90s or early 2000s when he won that grammy for best rap album and everyone remembers what he said i'm sure when he said i won this without ever having to kill anybody in my music or say a curse word and a lot of rappers took that offensively and and they should he was going at them yeah i mean it's a dig at them. so he lost a lot of respect in the hip-hop community for many many years but i I always respected his his resolve, his purpose, his intent with his career and the direction he wanted to go and to be more positive rather than more of the same. The negativity f- kind of feeding into those stereotypes. But a, a, a moment like this undermines all of that. Everything that he has done with his career, this moment undermines it because there is no reason for him to do what he did. Then he sits down and continues to curse and make a scene as if the entire award show is now about him. Ow, dude. Yes. It was a G.I. Jane joke. Keep my wife's name out your mouth. I'm going to, okay? (laughs) I could, oh, okay. That's him getting a message from the producers in his ear. (laughs) Greatest night in the history of television. Okay. Still professional. Yeah. I do not think I could have done what he did, what Chris Rock did. I don't know if I would have completely melted down into a puddle (laughs) being slapped. Imagine that being humiliated like that on national television, knowing full well, knowing that this is the modern era and that that moment will be forever cataloged for eternity. A moment that is so embarrassing. <sighs> That's the saddest thing. It's like, not. It's, I, I feel bad. There's a couple of things. I feel sort of like bad for Chris Rock because he got caught up into it. 
I also feel bad for like Will Smith because it because he won the the Best Actor award that night, but no one's going to remember him winning the Oscar. No one's going to remember a great performance in no, King Richard. No, it, it'll be People overshadowed. People will remember. Oh yeah, that's the moment where uh, Will Smith got look up at on Marlon the Brando and, and and abdicating his award. You know, they remember yeah. him for hmm. The Godfather because it's one of the best movies of all time. Yeah. But but if it wasn't, if that was just the one he won for. That would have been a bigger story, as it is. Yeah, still remembered. This I mean, is, has undone all that work. Yeah, I. That's why for me, you know, like I'm. I'll remember. I'll think of Chris Rock a little bit more positively, or maybe I won't even like think of it any differently than I have of Chris Rock. But Will Smith. Will Smith is like this is going to be on him for 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 good. This is like you know he this, might have problems. But yeah, meaning getting work. Because this is, this has the people that, see, I expected the internet to, because for a small fraction of time, there were a few people saying that, oh, chivalry is still alive. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah. Um, You can't have it both ways. Okay. There is a big movement about chivalry and how it's no longer needed and it's misogynistic. (laughs) Right. Okay. Mm. So you can't have it both ways. Is it misogynistic? Can women defend themselves? Or do they need a man to do it for them? So I don't really have any thoughts on that one way or another, but I'm just posing. Oh, you're just posing the argument. Yes, I'm posing the arguments. And then there's others saying, well, he was defending his wife. I'm like, okay. And then Jim Carrey puts it perfectly. Jim Carrey made a, a, a statement about it, and he was very strong. He felt very strongly, and he was definitely on the side of Chris Rock. And he alluded to the fact that, that if you're upset about something someone says, that's understandable. But what you do is you maybe go to social media and post something in regards to the comment that Chris Rock made and then explain how your wife has an illness or you talk to the Oscars or you write an open letter or you talk to Chris Rock himself afterwards, but you don't go up and assault someone because we can go at this so many different ways. We can justify this. We can justify that bottom line. He assaulted someone and for Hollywood to give him a standing ovation a few minutes later for his win contradicts the entire message of Hollywood. They are against assault. They have yeah. made it a point. Well, all of us should be against assault, but they you are, the, you'd have to, they are the torch bearers of progressive change, right? They're the enlightened ones. They know best. They want to me to the fuck out of everyone and anyone. They want to remove Marilyn Manson's very identity from all record labels because of the things <laughs> he has done. They want to get rid and erase Kevin Spacey. They want to erase yep. uh, James Franco, who did pretty much nothing. But you can't have it both ways. Either you condone assault and physical violence, or you don't. You can't contradict your message. And when you give this man a standing ovation, you are contradicting your message. That's the only problem I have with it. I don't have an issue with... I don't like to assign right and wrongs. I'm not necessarily a moral relativist, but at the same time, I, I just don't like to get into those areas saying that is wrong and this is right because what's wrong to me is not wrong to someone else and what's right to me is is wrong to someone else. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I don't yeah. necessarily like to get on a stage here or a platform and, and point my finger and say you're wrong. However, just based on what Hollywood has has said, the, the messages that they have laid out over the last several years. I would draw the line even, you know, like, uh, you know, like I wouldn't, uh, you're right. I'm not going to condone what Will Smith did, but at the same time, I'm not going to take away his Oscar. I'm not going to no. penalize him. I'm not going to, because they're, they've been talking about, well, you know, like uh, he didn't want to leave the Oscars. He, he wanted, uh, you know, like, uh, and, and, and all that sort of stuff. They wanted him to like, uh, uh, you know, there were stories about him, you know, like uh, about after the fact, but still the guy earned and deserved the Oscar for his performance. 
I'm not going to take that away from him. Well, if you do that, then you open up a can of worms because then you do you take away Woody Allen's awards? Yeah, exactly. I never because, thought they should have had him. No, no, no. Like, if you're going to do that to Will Smith, then you better start yeah. looking at everybody else after him. Well, that, and you better start doing that. That's an infested wound that they don't want to dare yeah. clean. No, I, I mean. I, he, I don't think his award should be taken away, but I, I, I. Honestly, I don't know what should happen to him. This is way beyond my pay grade. Yeah. But I will say that they should have handled it immediately. They should have handled it immediately. And that would have been the end of it. Because if any one of us would have gone on a stage and smacked a speaker, we would have been arrested with or without the person we slapped filing an actual um, police report. I or would, pressing charges, I should say. We would be arrested, we would be detained, and then whether or not the victim chooses to press charges or not, you know, will dictate whether we stay in jail or we have this on our permanent record. They should have handled it immediately. Will Smith assaulted someone. It should have been handled immediately. And that brings up my other issues that where's the security in, in the Oscars? Right? How do you let someone just walk up on stage and because I think anybody would have thought it would have been like a funny uh, thing I'll, at first. You got Will Smith, Chris Rock I'll jokes. Give, I'll give I'll give them yeah. I'll give I'll give them this, you know, like I don't think anybody in the academy would have imagined that someone would have gone up and like slapped the shit out of another person on uh, live TV. Not, not the enlightened ones. They yeah. would never do such a thing. I mean, I mean, I mean, the I'm gods talking, fight amongst themselves in um, his yeah, dark times. I'm just talking about the the producers of the yeah. show. They probably like so, yeah, we don't need to have like security you know like to make, sure that these, to, to make sure that these actors don't get out of hand i mean like yeah uh, but after it happened yeah after it happened they should have been on yes top of there's that. probably a, a moment yeah of surrealism where you're like yeah. what the fuck just happened i know i could buy that yeah. i could buy that because well, everyone was sitting there saying what the fuck just happened yeah yeah, yeah. so and it is a see and this is where i'm going to because i like to be objective and fair i will i'm not going to defend will smith but it it's a bit silly for him to get mad about something so, I mean, it was a very silly joke. It wasn't a personal attack. It wasn't even a roast necessarily. It was a moment to warm the audience that all comedians do. And he probably saw two people in the front that he felt comfortable with, people that he's probably mingled with throughout his career and figured, hey, you know what? He's done three Madagascar movies with her. It's his security blanket. Hey, let me say something to someone that I know. If I was on the, if let's say hypothetically the three of us were there. At the Oscars, because we actually do something with our lives for once. And one of us is hosting. I'd make a joke at both of your expense way before I do random other person I don't know for shit. Exactly. Yep. And that's why it's a bit silly when you get mad about something like this. And when you make your private life so public, Will Smith has made his, Will Smith and Jada, especially, especially Jada, Jada, they have made their life so public. And then you get mad when a comedian makes a rather harmless and insignificant joke. It doesn't quite compute. I mean, Chris Rock could have said something about how Jada made Will look like a cuck in front of millions. I mean, that might have been insulting. That was just pure schutzpah. Yeah, I mean, please, Mr. Rock, can you uh, bang my wife, but do not dare mention her hairstyle for the love of God. I mean, please, Mr. Rock, I implore you. For Christ's sake, have some decency, I implore you to penetrate my wife, but do not dare mention her hairstyle. I think it can only be settled with an old school duel. No. Ball musket pistols, because they're pretty inaccurate. What is it? 30 yards or whatever the hell it is. About face. See what happens. I put my money on Chris Rock. <laughs> yeah, you just can't pick and choose what is off limits. When well, the you, thing, yeah, society is so fucked right when now. When you put your life out there, you cannot pick and choose what's off limits. You put your kids out there. Guess what? People are going to say some stupid shit. That is what people do. If you don't want things said, then you don't make your life so public and you don't put those types of things out there. I mean, and, and what is it? Alpecia? Is that what she has? Alopecia. Yeah. Now, listen, no one wants that. I get that. This is what Jada has. It's an autoimmune issue that affects the growth of hair. Hair loss is a thing. It happens at some point to nearly every dude. There are also many women that struggle as well yeah. that don't have alopecia. But it's not like she had cancer and he was mocking her That'd baldness because of chemo. 
then I might advocate I for everyone to get up there and smack the shit out of him. <laughs> I could see that one more. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say I've I've gained, as I said, I will I'll say it again. I've gained a new level of respect for Chris Rock. The guy is a fucking professional that didn't fold under pressure. Um, but getting back to Will Smith, I want to break down his behavior just a bit. His behavior and how he overreacted clearly indicates some serious issues going on with Will Smith. There's something deeper going on for him to react in such a manner. Well, Jim Carrey said as much too. Yeah, he's repeatedly been emasculated publicly. All within the last five years, Jada has gone on the Howard Stern show while married to Will and has gushed over her romance with Tupac talking about sexual exploits and almost like she was orgasming during her discussion. Like she was gushing over her sexual exploits with Tupac. Her silly show, The Red Table, has covered topics that I can only imagine are embarrassing for Will. His children are very publicly eccentric. He's a black man in America, and that's where this all comes down to. They are unfair social roles and expectations yeah. placed upon you. Stereotypes that dictate how many young black Americans view themselves and others of their community. And Will Smith has impulsively pushed back on those expectations and stereotypes for years. That's the sad thing is that not only is it ridiculous in general, but because he is black and there is that terrible aspect of black people are prone to violence it doesn't matter how much, sadly, because of society, it doesn't matter how much good he's done. That one incident will be used to push things back. Yes, but my, my point is is that I'm trying to understand why he did what he did. And no, that's no, I know that's that, your and, point. I was okay, just saying, so on top of that, that's also, like, it has greater ramifications than just you when you're that public of a figure, too. Yeah, and he he's just he's worked so hard to push back on That's these stereotypes. The night of your life, man, you were up for best actor. Why would you even think? And it'd be here, I had this conversation with somebody too. It'd be one thing if like he was sitting next to him and it was a quick reaction, act without thinking. Dude, you had the time to get up, walk across the stage, and still commit to hitting that guy. Hmm. Yeah, and I feel like wow. the reason why he chose to do that was because he was trying to regain something he's lost over the years and maybe something he didn't maybe. even realize subconsciously because of the way he has geared his life to fight back on those or push back on those stereotypes. And he's been mocked. He has been mocked by a lot of black folks because, you know, of the choices he has made, pushing back on the hip-hop community, allowing his wife to say the things he has said, Black people have mocked him for those things. They have made fun of him because of the open relationship and how he likes to be cuckold. They have made fun of his children and how they look like circus clowns. I'm not saying that. I'm saying what the black community has said about his children. He's been accused of assimilating within white culture. That's a lot that he's dealing with as a black man. And he officially became a laughingstock to millions after his wife humiliated him on her show just a, what about a year ago when she addressed her infidelity infidelity and made light of it, made mm -hmm. a joke whilst Will Smith sat there and he was obviously mortified. And it seems like the Chris Rock situation was that was simmering. Now, now that I think about it, you know, it was symptomatic of this pressure, the pressure that, you know, the expectation and perception placed on a man like Will Smith. He was bound to crack at some point. And in my opinion, the guy has done an amazing job attempting to break unfair and problematic stereotypes and expectations within his family life. And of course, within his business dealings, I think this moment was the breaking point for him from all that oh, pressure yeah. that he gets from his community, his black community. That's what really pushed him. He wanted, I feel like subconsciously, he needed to regain his masculinity and he lashed out. I think it's a masculinity thing, regardless of race or any of that other stuff, because of a lot of, because like you said, you haven't, coming, I don't think you, you haven't grown up with Will Smith's career and no, seen yeah. what he has gone through. No, like, no, I'm within, sure that's part of it, but yeah, he has faced a lot of yeah. unfair accusations but, from black people. It's almost, oh, yeah. almost similar to, um, Who's that gentleman that just died recently? Who who was one of the most famous black actors of all time? Sidney Poitier. Sidney Poitier. He also went through that. They yeah. called him Uncle Tom. It's terrible. He's a sellout. And all he is is simply a black dude trying to make it in Hollywood. 
and he did make it in Hollywood. And you're accusing him of assimilating and being essentially a white dude. The sad, and that's the same thing that has happened to Will Smith. A hundred percent, it has. And the sad thing too is that, like, like we said earlier, it has all these ramifications. It advocates violence. It. Some people have said that it diminishes women. Like we said earlier, like the chivalry thing. Do you not need to be stood up for what? You can't have it both ways. It's. It looks bad for entertainment. And it perpetuates stereotypes, sadly. And the sad thing, too, is that Chris Rock didn't even flinch. And I saw somebody say this, and I hadn't thought of it until I read this comment, that Chris Rock never saw the violence coming. He assumed the best in Will at that moment and got slapped for it. And that's a sad thing, too. Because that's trust that's just broken now. Well, so P. Diddy was like the broker of peace, apparently, between the two of them. Really? I thought and, like Denzel and... and... Maybe it was other ones, but the the one I read was okay. P. Diddy. And he said that they have talked, they have squashed the beef. And I'm like, listen, Chris Rock isn't a... He's known to be a very happy person. A, a very friendly individual. So he's probably not going to harbor, like, anger and rage towards Will Smith. No, I don't... I never. But there's no way in sense. hell he's going to forgive him. He might, no. like, be cordial with him and yeah. friendly but and honestly he shouldn't if i was him i would be like listen dude i understand the pressure that you're under and um what's done is done there's no reason to harp on it but guess what you and i are fucking done dude yeah. it's if my friend thomas if i was on the stage in front of millions of people and you came up there and slapped the fuck out of me <laughs> you and i would no longer be friends even yeah. if i forgave you i would be like that you betrayed yeah you betrayed a trust. You yeah. assaulted me because you couldn't take a very simple joke. And so you can't th- fix that. You can't. There's no amount of apologizing that will make that go away. Because what Jim Carrey said in his little open letter about this whole thing was that video, no apologizing will ever take away the viral video. He's all memes have been made. He's all, it's now ubiquitous and forever. Yep. And Will Smith, or he said, not not Will Smith, he said uh, Chris Rock now has to live with that embarrassment forever. Well, and Will Smith has to live with that shame forever. Yeah. It's no one, nothing no winners. came from any of this. And it is a shame as it well is. for Will Smith because he's worked so hard with his career and Years. for this to happen. And then in a second, it's gone. It goes to show you that. What's that saying? If behind every great man is a great woman yeah also behind you know every man that has a shitty day there's a shitty woman (laughs) i have said this time and time again i've never i've i've always had respect for will smith i have never liked jada she was annoying and the worst thing in scream 2 with her over terrible acting she's not good at anything she does She's, and also, by the way, she's been bald so many times in that before she was diagnosed with this illness that anybody would get confused. How does anyone supposed to know she has an illness when she has been bald so many times in movies and in her? It's a, yeah, and it's yeah. also a very common hairstyle among black women, especially now. It's actually there's a movement with a lot of black women who are now reclaiming that. Um, oh, there's a word for it. It's that whole African queen vibe. So there's a lot of women in the black culture now that are actually buzzing their hair as a way of empowerment. So how is anyone supposed to know any of this shit? Yeah. I, I, it's ugly. The whole it thing. Is. And it is. And a part of me just kind of grins because it shows the hypocrisy within, within Hollywood. Yeah. And it shows that there's, there are some deep, deep issues within that culture. The Hollywood culture yeah. and they try to hide it. They try to pretend they're holier than thou, that they are the progressive hub of the entire world. But that moment proves they're all the same fighting in the mud like us. Yeah. They're all, they're just like us. I'm not going to demonize them, but they're no different than the rest of us all trying to get by all dealing with problems that we try to put angry. Yeah. Jealous, bitter, bunch of, bunch of schmucks. But I will say Chris Rock stands above us all. Because he acted like a true gentleman. Yeah, that's the tough thing to do. Yeah, don't be a schmo. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
Is that a Jewish saying as well? Is that one even real, or did you just change a letter from no, schmuck? No, no, no. It's a, there's a site. Schmo means idiot, stupid All person. Right. In in Jewish language? Yep, Yiddish. I'm trying to I'm trying to be I'm come I'm, I'm, I want to play and roll in the mud with Tony, so I'm just gonna call it Jewish language. <laughs> hey, just say bagel. Bagel, bagel, bagel. Is Israel? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we're running out of time for today's show. We have some things for news listed. Are you able to get us into those? Yeah. All right. Let's do it. That's not what I need. Go ahead and start. This is a shit show. All right. Well, <laughs> apparently there was no longer going to be a mention of boys and girls allowed in Disneyland parks or in Disney parks, I should say. If Walt Disney Company is eliminating the words, quote, ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls in its theme parks, diversity and inclusion manager Vivian Ware recently announced. Ware said in a company video first reported by City Journal writer Christopher Rufo that Disney has already eliminated, quote, all of the gendering greetings in relationship to our live spiels, so we no longer say, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Now, she said, the company is in the process of changing over these recorded messages and working with merchandise, working with food and beverage to eliminate gender references. Disney needs to go genderless, Ware said, to, quote, create that magical moment for people who may not identify with traditional gender roles. The release of the Wave video comes weeks after the Disney Corporation expressed its opposition to a Florida bill that prohibits teaching kindergartners through third graders about sexual orientation and gender identity. What about when Mickey Mouse says, oh, boy, can you not do say it's, that anymore? It's, oh, person. Oh, oh, person. That doesn't have the same. It doesn't. Well, no, it doesn't I guess work. that's more of a. Oh, it doesn't work. The phrase "oh boy" is like excited. Oh, no, oh boy! Yeah, it is, but you can't say it. Is that a gendered phrase though? Then, it, or is that? It's this is dumb. Like it yeah. is dumb, but oh, non-binary. <laughs> that might work. That was actually kind of had a ring to it. <laughs> I actually kind of like that one. Uh, in quote, in Florida, our policy is going to be based gonna, on. Hold the on, Thomas. I'm oh. going to tweet Disney. We're like, guys, try I got to a new word for you. Yeah, use non-binary instead of oh boy. For Mickey Mouse. I'm writing it right now. Go ahead. Uh, so the release of the video comes after Disney, Disney expressed its opposition to a Florida bill that prohibits teaching kindergartners through third graders about sexual orientation hmm. and gender identity. Quote, in Florida, our policy is going to be based on the best interest of Florida citizens, not the musings of woke corporations. Governor Ron DeSantis, hate that word, who has though. since signed the bill into law, responded. A majority of Florida voters, including Democratic uh, primary voters, support the law. Hmm. Twitter users ridiculed Ware's comments and replies to Rufo's posts, saying, the, uh, oh, and then it goes into a different joke someone made about how the song A Real Boy from Pinocchio is now canceled. Yeah, I, <sighs> that's, so, I just, so this whole thing. not helping for, anything. I don't really care what disney does if it's their business if they think they need to do that that's fine but from a sheer logical point of view it seems a little weird as a okay the reason why is this so i, I ran some numbers based on re recent census reports and just sheerly going on numbers and what's reported there are close to 330 330 million people in the united states okay there are only 2 million trans and non-binary people. That is less than a percent. That's 0.6%. Now also take that fraction of a number, that decimal, mm -hmm. and fragment it down to how many people would actually go to Disney. It's probably like 0 0.000053. Why do you change an entire business model to accommodate a number that doesn't really quite resonate well, the with their thing, core demographic. The other thing too is that it you're is assuming strange. you're you're making a sweeping generalization that all trans people think the same, that all non-binary people think the same, mm -hmm. that they care so much about this, and admittedly, some of them do, and that's their prerogative. But I've never once sat in a group setting where everyone's like, "Ladies and gentlemen," I'm like, "Hey, I'm not a lady," yeah, or. 
hey gals, you know, people have said gals or hey guys and things like that. Honestly, I saw somebody make the comment that the southern phrase of y'all should be a bigger thing now because it's just all inclusive. But to me, the thing that bothers me is not the idea behind this, but the effort put into the wrong fucking thing. Yeah. You're not changing the world and doing anything for people who are non-binary and trans and want better inclusion by changing recorded messages in the name of your fucking menu items. It's just a political statement. It's how it's, it's like greenwashing. It's how society views and treats people. That's the problem. Not what you say on your menu with shit. Like you could be putting, how much money is this person getting paid? How much time and energy and cost is being put into all of those minor changes Mm -hmm. that don't really have an impact on anything. Whereas what they could do instead is come up with one thing that had been a hot button issue for a much more, at least logical reason on paper, the bathroom incident. Say now you have men, women, and just bathroom or like put in effort on that front to make people feel more welcome and included and shit like that. Like just changing words and how you address a group of people feels like a waste of time and effort. And also, I said this during either this show or our last show, I cannot remember, about things that are always there and they always will be there because all we do is hide them. Yeah. A a solution like this doesn't solve problems. All you're doing is masking a problem. And there was an LGBT philosopher that I was listening to that it was quite intelligent. I, I really liked them. I forgot their name. And they were talking about these issues and they were going over non-binary and trans issues and, you know, gender issues, all the, all the hip trendy political Mm -hmm. issues currently. And they had said that, that, that they're actually against a lot of these things. Not because they're they're Of course they want progress and they want inclusion, but they said the way it's handled it's not is incorrect. What correct. you're doing is you're handling every situation pertaining to LGBT people, black people, any other groups that are considered minority groups or what's the word? Um, disenfranchised. Disenfranchised individuals. You're treating them all as if it's an HR issue. Yes. You can't solve problems as if it's a corporate HR issue. They said, bottom line, that's a problem. He said, we need to educate and try to change the ideological outlook of the yes. people in this country, then these problems will Won't fix matter. themselves. Exactly. But if we continue to turn these things into HR issues, all we're doing is irritating people and creating a backlash. Because HR, human resources is the most corporate, least humanistic aspect of any business, period. And they're 100% right with that. Because also, if you're hypothetically, someone who's trans and identifies as male and becomes male, you probably now enjoy the gentleman part, the sir part. Now it's gone for everybody. Yeah. That's Not a good everyone point. thinks the same just because they're a member of a group that in itself is bigoted, closed minded and stupid. Yeah. And I, and that's what bothers me with, and the diversity and inclusion things a lot of it comes from the right place, but it's always controlled by a couple of white people who think they need this. They handpick the right representation, the, the, and it's all done because it makes them look good on social media, not because they genuinely fucking care. Because if they genuinely cared, it wouldn't have been an issue in the first place that they felt like they needed to change. Okay, so you say... Theoretically, it comes from a good place. Yes, it does. And I and I would agree with you also. That on depends paper, on, makes sense. That also depends on our view and definition of good because right. you can well that you yeah. can dissect that but the moment you use value judgments to dictate law or how someone should behave meaning this is good and this is bad you lose credibility in my opinion because what people do when they say this is good is they're simply trying to claim power and control when you assign words like this is good and this is bad. All you're doing is trying to dominate a conversation and maintain control. That's the problem that I have with those types of statements and those types of rules that are initiated. Well, this is the good thing to do. This is the right thing to do. Well, you're claiming moral 
superiority. Superiority, yeah. So, all right, what else do we have in the news? All right. Well, apparently, aliens abducting humans and living on Earth before full invasion. No, thank God. According to a professor. We need an alien invasion. Aliens are not only abducting humans, but are using mind control to integrate themselves into Earth's societies, a professor has sensationally claimed. Dr. David Jacobs, a professor professor of history at Temple University, specializing in UFOlogy, which I really wish I had known was a class back in the day, because otherwise my life would look very different. I'm going back to college. No shit. (laughs) Has written several books on the subject of alien abductions, interviewing alleged survivors together and compare different testimonies. Now, speaking on documentary Extraordinary, The Revelations during UFO Week on Blaze, the so-called expert has set out his findings, which he has argued from a frighten- form a frightening conclusion. David claimed that the, by abducting humans from the planet and subsequently utilizing mind control, an alien species is preparing to take over the Earth. Quote, we have spread around the world and conquered as much as we can. We don't know whether this is a true of other beings or not, but it's certainly true of what humans have done. My best guess, and this is a guess, is that, yeah, they're, go- they're doing the same thing. This is what they do, just like us. Maybe Putin has been, has been under the control of, of uh, aliens. Maybe that's the reason oh, why he's decided to invade Ukraine. Perhaps he is under the, the mind control of aliens. What do you think, Thomas? you think that's what's happening? Uh, you know, it's, Maybe. it's very possible. You know, I do have an inside line. Let's uh, talk to Putin himself. Well, we'll be... Right back do, in a second. Gonna do that? I'm gonna I'm gonna connect with him. While we're doing that, I'm gonna go get a drink then. We do have to close out the show, but um I, I wanna get his thoughts on a few things because this whole Ukraine thing is an issue. So I think we should talk to him briefly. Just briefly, and then we'll cut him off and move on and close out the show. All right, here we go. Secure line established. Connecting you to Putin's office. Brett Pluchivizov. All right, uh, Mr. Putin, are you there? Da, Mikul, my friend. How are you? I'm pretty good. How? Whoa, hold yeah. on. Can you please uh, turn... the car? Shut the phone off. I'm on the other line. Come on, put the ringer to silent. Pozolutsa, my friend. I'm, I'm terribly sorry. What, what is that? I don't it's, understand it's... that. <laughs> don't worry about it. It's, it's Russian. Um, okay, so... I lost my notes. <laughs> this is a shit show. <laughs> Hold on a second here. Oh, All right. So listen, why we were talking about aliens a moment ago mm-hmm. and that you might be under the, the mind control of, of aliens, but we are wondering like, why did you decide to infiltrate or I should say invade Ukraine out of, seemingly out of nowhere? Uh, well, to be honest with you, we got bored of creating fake Twitter accounts and manipulating stupid Americans. So that was your next logical step. You were tired of manipulating Americans. It and decided, seemed like fun at the time. So digitally assaulting people to genocide. Well, this was before Oscars where I knew you could just physically assault people. <laughs> so you say you're on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You were uh, at least uh. at some point. Like, is there a place that we can follow you on now that the, the jig is up and the secret's out? Are you willing to share those Twitter accounts? Duh, I have uh, two different accounts. Uh, one is at not the real Putin 69. <laughs> 69. I like that. This, you have a sense of humor. And that, you're a very sexual as well. Obviously. No, no man ride bare like shirtless. Pick. You don't ride bare shirtless unless you know. Yeah, there you go. Okay, so not the uh, real Putin 69. Uh, I, I think a lot of us definitely didn't fall for that one. Okay, go ahead. And Putin can bench more than you. <laughs> It's all one word. You really tried to hide your identity there, for sure. Um, so, you, were you listening to the show prior? Uh, not today. I'm sorry to say, a uh, b- bit busy in Kiev. Okay, so let me fill you in. We were talking about the whole Jada Smith and Will Smith fiasco at the Oscars that you just ah, mentioned. Yes. Okay, so w- what do you think of that? Like, did you were you pro? Were you pro very, the slap? Very pro. Were you? Very pro. Yes. Okay. As as in Ukraine, using violence to force way in, mm-hmm. very successful. 
Okay, just you know, off the top of your head, is there someone that you would like to slap in uh, in America currently? Da Nancy Pelosi, just right in her bitch face. Oh, oh wow! Geez. You had that I, one ready to go. That answer. Well, just my hand is ready to go. Yeah. So you condone what Will Smith did then? Is you da, like him? Big, big fan. Love, love Hancock. So you like seeing him? Did you say you like your hand on his cock? No, the movie. Oh, movie. oh, okay. The superhero, he punch. So, whale. so were you clapping when you saw Will Smith slapping I the shit clap. out of Chris? I, you don't I clap. Don't clap. That's what silly I Americans smir- do. I smirk silently and judge. Okay. <laughs> really? Hold on a second. <laughs> 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 hey, you know, like Putin's not that bad of a guy. You know, like no, you, uh, I got my, you know, like uh, you're very. No, six more bombs. We need to destroy a whole city block. He, oh, you're, you're, no, you're sorry, very thorough. Sorry, very... Michael, just, uh, is making talk with general. Yeah. Okay. So you 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 were watching the Oscars then? That's surprising. Uh, well, you know, after after weekend full of bombing and death and and tanks, you know, you want to just unwind. And you found it fascinating to watch. Ah, very fascinating. I'm killing Ukrainians by thousand. Americans don't pay no attention to. But man slaps other man at fancy dress party. That's all over internet. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so are you are you a fan of Will Smith? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Will Smith, Fresh Prince, very big fan. West Philadelphia, born and raised. Love that song. Do you uh, really? Yes, we. I've, I've made similar song here in Russia. Wait, you you made went a parody? Vi- went viral. Yes. It went viral. Would you li- Would you like to hear? Um, not really, but I'm, okay, I have. So a- former in former Soviet Union, born and raised, <laughs> on Eastern Bloc, where I spent most of my days. Mm-hmm. Chilling in Moscow, relaxing, KGB, so cool. Shooting traitors like American fools. <laughs> okay, that's enough. Oh, wow. I mean, listen, we, 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 you, I didn't know you had such very succinct good. rhyming I'll, skills. I, I will send you the MP3. We don't have waveform yet here. You guys are a nation of engineers and scientists. And you it's don't all have, spent on guns and bombs. And you only have wave. You don't only have... spent on guns and bombs. Okay. I have to go now. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye, Putin. All right, we're, we're leaving. How was your phone call? What, did you just come out of the bathroom? Yeah, right now? I did. Right, I you, rubbed yeah. one out because my dick was frozen. We were talking. You missed everything. Yeah, we were talking to uh, Russian Putin Thomas. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah, that guy's a dick. Thank you for listening to the Rain Man Show with your host Michael Flores, with hosts Thomas Cowley, Tony Sabal, produced by Michael Flores and Bobby Doherty. The Rain Man Show is a Casador Productions and Rain Man Digital Broadcast production. For all things Rain Man Show, go to rainmandigitalmedia.com.